Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good morning. Welcome into Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin here on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. You can also tell your smart speakers to play ESPN Radio. Shay Cornette here with the guys this morning. Jay Williams to my left. And Keyshawn Johnson's in L.A. Good morning, Key. How are you? Morning. Good morning. Sure. Happy Virgo season, Key. Let's go. Oh, September. It's Virgo season. That's right. It's my okay. birthday in 10 days. Let's oh, go. Oh, all right. Happy, happy birthday. Okay. Not yet. Well, not you'll yet. probably be with him on his birthday, I'm sure. Will, will, no, will Key be back? I'm not sure. Days. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's a nice transition because someone who won't be back for the New England Patriots is Cam Newton. So Cam Newton's waking up on September first. You jump right in. Yeah, yeah, yeah she don't waste he no gave, time. He gave me an easy transition, so I just got ready. I said, "How are you?" We exchanged pleasantries. Like, let's get to the news now. Um, so Cam Newton, phrasing cut yesterday from the New England Patriots. We were talking. What was it? Fifteen minutes before he, we found out that he was yeah, cut by the. Why page. they do? Why they do us like that all the right? time? Right? Like man. it was immediately after time. we went off the first air. First take got all the Dallas. They Can were they were on it? it for hours. I know. Well, it's not even first take. It's just if you think about it, every time news breaks, that's like juicy stuff. We're getting in our cars. We're walking. We get in there and we look at our phones. And, like, damn, I know. they just did this. This just happened. But we're off the air. Oh, well. Oh, well. We so get now the, we, can... we get a chance to start it today. Exactly. That's we're good, the... though, Key, because you let all the information come out, and then you have all the facts. Right. So now we've got it all. Now and we've now we've had all. a chance to digest it. Yes. And so here we are. And so Cam Newton, who literally yesterday, 15 minutes before we got this news, we all assumed was going to be the starter in New England. That was unanimous amongst the three of us no longer is in New England, and so it will be Mac Jones taking the rings. Um, If you remember, Bill Belichick consistently was telling us that Cam Newton will be the starter. This offseason, he did sign a one-year deal. He was going to return to New England for a second season. He signed for $3.5 million in guaranteed money. And then there's Mac Jones now, who will take over as the starter. He was taken 15th overall in this year's draft. Him and Cam Newton had been in a true quarterback competition, it sounded like. Bill Belichick didn't necessarily say it was Cam's job, but just kind of led that way and said, we're kind of going to wait and see. He had a very strong preseason, Mac Jones did. He went 36-52 of 52 for 389 yards with one touchdown and no interceptions. He played over 100 snaps and had the highest total among Patriot quarterbacks. Now, all that to say, before we get to some reaction, let's hear from Mike Reese. He's our ESPN Patriots reporter, and he tells us that Mac Jones basically seized this opportunity. The offense sizzled. It looked like the old Patriots attack was back, unlike the run-based approach when Cam was under center. Seizing the opening, Mac becomes the first rookie to become Belichick's primary quarterback. It had to be special, and it was. Okay, so it was special enough, obviously, to win the starting job, and Cam Newton now looking to go elsewhere. Uh, When you guys heard this news, and now that you have had 24 hours or so to digest it, Key, we'll start with you here. Uh, What do you make of it? I know you were big on Cam Newton starting in New England, regardless of how well Mac Jones had been playing. You know, I I think there's a lot of different underlining factors to why Cam Newton is now on the streets. I think a lot of people, obviously, are saying that Mac Jones outperformed me, outperformed me. I don't know that that know that to be the case. I know he certainly got more reps than him, but that doesn't mean anything when you are a uh, coach and, and coaches that know the person that you're watching and looking at every single day when you make that decision. I think there were some underlying conditions in terms of what they looked at from an offensive standpoint, what they wanted to do. Plus, I think the vaccination situation also played a part in this. You cannot be naive to that. When you think about Cam Newton's situation a year ago, they started off two and one, 
and then all of a sudden he missed games because of COVID, and he was never the same again. I think that played a part in the decision-making with them being comfortable enough, Shay, to say, I think we could get by with a young Mac Jones just like we did with a young Tom Brady. We protect him. That's the biggest thing that they're going to do in New England is they're going to protect Mac Jones and, and not put him in a situation to fail but to succeed. They're going to rely heavily on their defense, two tight end sets, and run the football, similar to what they did early on with Tom Brady. Can that style still win in the National Football League and take them to the Super Bowl? Absolutely 100%. But they've got to find on the defensive side of the ball the Lawyer Malloys, the Ty Laws, the Willie McGinnises, the Teddy Bruskies of the world to be able to do those sort of things. But I don't. I, I will not be naive to think that Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots didn't factor in 1, that Cam Newton is a guy who could potentially could be the starting quarterback but not be vaccinated and he could be lost for a period of time. So it did play a part, I believe. I mean, one, Key, one, Key pointed out one thing. Like last year, obviously, that Cam Newton had to miss time, obviously, because of being out with COVID. Well, not only that, he missed three days of practice last week because of a misunderstanding yes. with COVID mm-hmm. protocol. So this yes. is now like yes. a reoccurring thing with Cam Newton. Well, uh, are did Mac Jones outperform Cam Newton in the preseason? Yes. But I walked away yesterday thinking one thing. Wow, if you're not a superstar and you're not vaccinated, you're expendable. You're expendable. And this is almost – and there's other factors, but it almost seems like a master class in risk mitigation as well. When you look at the NFL's protocols to what they're allowing with unvaccinated players – you know, the repercussions for the teams, the protocols that the player has to go through getting tested every single day, understanding what Bill Belichick went through last year with a lot of players opting out due to COVID and a lot of their situations they had with Cam, you have to think that played a major, a major factor in how you look at this season, especially when you're in a QB room with all the other QBs. Um, hey, we saw what happened with Denver last year. I yeah, mean, they I mean, ran ran out of options legitimately. Like the Colts everyone. now, the Colts now, yeah, right to a degree, right. I, I think so. It, it's not just as easy as saying, "Hey, Mac Jones is way better than Cam Newton." I think Mac Jones has a chance to be better than Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. I still think Cam would have been the starter, but I think the I think the vaccination factor was a huge factor it almost tied Bill Belichick's hands when it came down to make this decision so it's interesting that you say that and we're going to get more into this Cam Newton news obviously throughout the entirety of the morning but in terms of the vaccination process going into and being a factor in the release of Cam Newton well Bill Belichick won't tell you that but there is one coach in the NFL that says yeah it did it did did actually have implications (laughs) when it came to our roster cuts and that was Urban Meyer here's Urban Meyer the Jacksonville Jags head coach on the vaccination situation with his players. Could you share with us whether a vaccinated versus unvaccinated player had an impact on a roster decision? It's, everyone was considered. Uh, that was part of the production, which is, you know, let's start start talking about this, and then also is he vaccinated or not. Uh, can I say that that was a decision maker? It was certainly in consideration. Okay. So, well, they basically let us all in on the secret. It's not really a secret, is it? No, it's not even a little bit of secret, clearly. I mean, there's just a big difference, obviously, from us assuming and then a coach straight up telling. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is the difference here between Bill Belichick and Urban Meyer. Well, one guy's coming from college who, where he ran the entire university, the show, everything, right, to the NFL where – Urban Meyer, man, you can't you can't say those things. You're going to find yourself having to deal with the NFLPA 
in an investigation where now things are going to happen on your watch where it's not going to be good. Bill Belichick is smart enough to just say, hey, Mac Jones outplayed Cam Newton. This is what we want to do. And that may be part of the truth. Mm. And, and Urban Meyer, on the other hand, Shay and Jay, he doesn't get it. He just, I, he just doesn't get it. Doesn't I, get it. I, Key, I, I just, I like that Urban Meyer just told me what it is. And mm-hmm. I, I know that he's probably going to get investigated. But, I mean, the, look, if you have the right to make your decision on whether you want to be vaccinated or not, I have the right as an employer to choose if I want to employ you considering your situations. Like, let me. Absolutely, though, Jay. You know what I mean, Key? Like, at home, like, if I'm bringing in the tutor to help my daughter out and my daughter's immunocompromised, I'm going to give you my situation. And I'm the employer. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm not vaccinated. Okay, that's your decision. I respect that. You also have to respect my decision that I'm not bringing your ass in my house to be with my kids. So, like, it, it's a, it's an easy way to display it. I hear what you're saying, Key, but I kind of like the fact that Urban was just like, this is what it is. No, I, I get it. I'm a hundred, you know, I'm on board with it 100%. If you're not vaccinated, what you expect? You, what, I, I don't know what you expect. I know what I expect for them to do to you, especially yeah. if you're not a high-priced guy that has a guaranteed contract that they are, are willing to absorb. I, I get it 100%. I mean, Urban Meyer, yes, he said it. Probably shouldn't have said it, but he said it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, he probably shouldn't have said it. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But it's a liability. I mean, it's yeah, a liability for is. the entire team. I mean, the NFL has already said they're not going to reschedule games. They have no forgiveness when it comes to this stuff. So you got to look out for the interests of your team. And in some cases, this is in the best interest of those NFL teams. We'll get more into this later on, but we're asking on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. It's at KeyJNZ. Who will win the Offensive Rookie of the Year? Be a part of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin Nation on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed or the call-in line. The phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN. It's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back, and so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The ones fan deserve. So I asked, who will win? Rookie Offensive player of the year. Well, mm. could it be Mac Jones? We'll discuss that after Jay is this from DoorDash. DoorDash here with Summer of Dash Pass. Right now, Dash Pass members are taking $10 off groceries, alcohol, pet food, and more. Need a nightcap? $10 off. Got a cough? Get relief delivered for less. Want to surprise your crush? Send a gift and save. Try Dash Pass for free and get special savings, exclusive menu items, and $0 delivery fees year-round. Get more from your neighborhood now with Dash Pass in the DoorDash app. And stay cool out there. Terms and conditions apply. As a fan, this is amazing. This no, is the is. time of the year. This is what we talked about. This is real, man. This is real. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. This is Freddie Coleman, and you know I'm ready. This is Greedy. Northwestern is ready. Ian Fitzsimmons here. I'm ready. And so are Oklahoma and Texas. Sort of. The SEC. Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin and continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. 
Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Huh? All right, so huh? the Patriots have decided no what? more Cam Newton. He will not be the starter in New England. In fact, he won't even be on the roster. Instead, it's going to be Mac Jones leading the way for the Patriots this season. So what does that mean for the Pats in their division, in the entire AFC, in the entire NFL? Because as of tomorrow, guys, we are officially one week out from the start of the NFL season. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Shay Cornette here with the guys this morning. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. If you want to give us a call on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, the phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN. It's 888-729-3776. We're asking you who's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year coming off this news that Mac Jones is now the starter in New England. And so, guys, I'm going to open this up to you, obviously, and say, what does this mean now for the Patriots? What does it mean in the AFC East? What does it mean in the entire AFC? Because Dan Orlowski was here with us just a couple of days ago, um, and he said that should this was obviously before we knew Cam Newton was going to be out of New England. He said, should the Patriots start Mac Jones? This has major implications in terms of what their long-term success will look like this season. Here's Dan. I truly believe this. If they start Mac Jones, they close the gap to the Buffalo Bills within their division. I think they closed the gap in the AFC when it comes to their ranking in regards to Kansas City, Cleveland, and Buffalo. Okay, so he basically says now with Mac under center, they are going to compete with Buffalo to win the division. They are going to compete with Kansas City to win the entire conference. And what say you both? I, I say they're the sixth best, best team in the AFC. Like, I, I got the Chiefs. I got the Bills. I think they're cut in a class by themselves. Okay. I think you have the Titans, the Browns. The Ravens obviously losing J.K. Dobbins hurts. I, I, I think they're right there in that conversation. I don't know if they're a tier right below the Bills. I think the Bills are a way better team than the Patriots. And I, I give them a lot of credit that they've retooled their defense and offense. But I also look at the weapons that Mac Jones is going to have. I mean, you're talking about Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar. It's not like he has big-time wide receivers to work with. And the question I still have key for him is – Look, the, the good quarterbacks that find ways to win their, their divisions and their conferences manage the lows exceptionally well, right? Manage those points in the game where they're not playing well and they still find ways to make plays. Now, I know Cam could have done this in certain moments because I've seen that from experience. I, I don't know if Matt can do this at this stage of his career really being thrown to the wolves. I'm not saying he can't play well. I just wonder how he can manage those lows and win those type of games that the veteran players know how to win due to their experience. Look, I, I think that Kansas City obviously is Kansas City, right? They're out there in barbecue land all by themselves. Nobody can eat any of their meat. Then everybody <laughs> else is trying to figure out how to get a meal. That's where everybody is in the AFC. Can you don't put Buffalo in that conversation with KC? I, 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 at all? I, at all? No, not at all. Why not? How could I? What do you uh, mean? They had one year of showing us that they are getting better. The New England Patriots, like you said, Jay, basically retooled. 
bringing in guys like Jonu Smith and Hunter, Hunter Henry at the tight end position so they could go two tight ends, a very familiar set that the New England Patriots has run in the past. Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers. Uh, you look at what they do on the offensive side. Defensively, is Steph- when Stephon Gilmore comes back, one of the top corners in the National Football League, Dante Hightower's back. Matt Patricia, underrated as an assistant coach, coming back to the New England Patriots after being fired from the Detroit Lions. Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniel is still on the sideline. You think about they went out there and got Trent Brown from the Raiders to shore up the offensive line. Mm-hmm. When you talk about the one thing that New England knows how to do is they know how to play football and coach it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cleveland, yeah, they're going to be good. But what does that mean right now? You know, you look at Pittsburgh. They're not going anywhere. They're going to pretty much be Pittsburgh. Baltimore, they lose Dobbins. We don't know what they're going to do at the running back spot. That's a big blow to them despite what anybody tells you. And the passing game has yet to evolve for them. So when you bring all those other teams together, the Tennessee Tigers, they got Julio Jones, but they're not changing their offense. They're going to run the ball with the big dude behind them in Henry, and they're going to figure out how to play defense and get better there. So in Indianapolis, we don't know what Carson Wentz is. So when you package all those other teams up, they're all together right now. And I think when you go back and you look at the early success of Tom Brady, much like a lot of people are talking about, the New England Patriots want to play that way. They want to protect the young quarterback. They want to run the ball. They want to get in the empty sets. They want to dink and dunk. You're going to see a lot of slip screens. You're going to see some fly sweeps. You're going to see a lot of short outs, hitch routes. You're going to see a lot of underneath stuff in front of the linebackers, not over the linebackers. That's what you're going to see early and often with the New England Patriots and Mac Jones because protecting him gives them the best chance to win. Trying to do what we saw Tom Brady do eight years, nine, ten years in his career, not right now, not today. I mean, the Patriots have one of the best offensive lines in football this year. And obviously, as Key just said, like they have added a ton of weapons now, something that Tom Brady didn't have, something that Cam Newton didn't have last year. And so Mac Jones is basically given a gift this year from Bill Belichick. Like, hey, here are all the tools. You just need to be efficient and not turn the ball over, essentially. In terms of what this means now for the entire division and conference as a whole, first of all, the Bills are in New England on Sunday, December 26th. That's the third to last game of the season. And I feel like in the AFC East, it always feels like there's a game or two where it comes down to the wire, whether it's for home field advantage or whatever it, it needs to be. But that game, circle it, right? New England and Buffalo Bills, Sunday, December 26th. Can't wait for that. Um, but then, Key, see, I was a big believer in the Bills. And, and if we're going to put all this emphasis on the preseason, because that seems to be what we're doing, especially in terms of Mac Jones and Cam Newton and everything that we've seen, like – Josh Allen and any throw I have seen or any play I've seen from the Buffalo Bills and him looks to only have gotten better and not worse. So I don't think last year was just a lightning in the bottle. Um, to me, it would be Kansas City, Buffalo Bills, and then everyone else. I actually think the Tennessee Titans should be in that conversation Agreed. somewhere too. But last year, um, obviously, they didn't live up to their full potential. So we will wait and see. Here's something I do know, though. Prior to Cam Newton being released, Mac Jones, who's now the starter in New England, was 10-1 to 1 odds to win the award Rookie Offensive Player of the Year at Caesars Sportsbook in Vegas. His odds Odds now have improved 
five to one after Newton's release, just behind the favorite, which is Trevor Lawrence at seven to two odds. And so again, we're asking you on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed at Key J and Z. Who wins Offensive Rookie of the Year? Um, at Marvie G23 says another former Alabama player. That would be Najee Harris. Mm. At my coach Asela says wrong AFC East rookie Zach Wilson. And at New England 1989 says Salah, excuse me, says Mac Jones. So a lot of NFC. Mac Jones? A lot of AFC East fans waking up early this morning. Um, all right, our front office insider is going to tell you why Mac Jones gives the Patriots the best chance to win. And that is after Jay has this from Mumble On. Key, give me my sound effect. No, boy. Okay. Do the read. Does the thought of selling your motorcycle, ATV, or vehicle already make you exhausted? Yes, it has for the past 20 years. There is no need to keep putting it off because RumbleOn.com makes selling easy. You have a cash offer in minutes and a free pickup. Harley, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha. Trade in or sell, RumbleOn will pay cash no matter what the make or the model. Visit RumbleOn.com today and enter promo code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, to get a $300 increase on your cash offer. Fast bikes, faster cash. The Patriots have released Cam Newton. I think it's the right move. If he gives you the best chance to win right now, then you can't have a backup quarterback like Cam Newton. He looked like he was a guy ready to take over. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around Different stressors, I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, the New England Patriots. How good will they be this season? This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests are going to join us on the Goodyear Hotline. I'm Shay Cornette here with the guys this morning, and we're going to go to that Goodyear Hotline because Mike Tannenbaum is there and joining us here on KJNZ. Good morning to you, Mike. Hope you are doing well. Um, it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. So let's start with yesterday. What did you make of the Patriots cutting Cam Newton? Uh, I was surprised from this standpoint, guys, that I thought Mac Jones could win the job, but I thought Cam Newton would still be there because I thought there was a reasonable chance they both could play. And Mac Jones is someone that earned the job and 
was there from day one and got better and better. And, uh, again, the biggest surprise to me yesterday wasn't Mac Jones being the star, but that they released Cam Newton. Mike, you, you've been around this league for a long time. Why, why, why do you think the New England Patriots made the decision to release Cam Newton? Um, I think maybe it was a conversation key. You know, Coach Belichick has a lot of respect for veteran players, and maybe it was a conversation where Cam didn't want to be a backup. Um, I'm sure it was a thoughtful decision. And one thing we know about Coach Belichick, he is, you know, he's always going to make what he believes is the best decision for the franchise. Um, so, again, like, I would separate the two. I thought Mac Jones earned the job um, really since he got there in the spring. And, again, I'm just surprised that there wasn't at least some package for Cam because I thought he looked better than he did a year ago. And a year ago, I thought it was a great signing, and I expected Cam to play better than he did. Mike, what, what do you think about people talking about the fact that Cam being unvaccinated played a major role in the deciding factor for Bill Belichick not to bring him back? Yeah, Jay, well, I, I think, you know, that's a factor. You know, we heard Urban Meyer say it uh, publicly, you know, as it related to Jacksonville. And I think it has to be a factor. You know, most teams obviously can't talk about it, but, you know, let's just face it, the protocols um, are so much more rigorous for unvaccinated players that not only do I think it's a factor in players getting cut, Jay Will, but moving forward, I think unvaccinated players will be signed at a much slower rate than vaccinated players just because their eligibility will be, you know, so much more up in the air. And I think it's going to be interesting to see if some of these free agents change their mind. And I don't really have a position whether you should be vaccinated or unvaccinated. I'm just saying from a pragmatic standpoint, you know, signing players that are eligible is just going to be a lot more, you know, for obvious reasons, that's where teams, in my opinion, are going to, are going to go first because they want to have the certainty that players can come in and play as quickly as possible. Mm. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, joining us this morning on Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Uh, Mike, wh when you look at where Cam Newton is in his career, the things that he's done in the past, what's the market going to be like for him as we start the regular NFL season here in a couple of weeks? Yeah, Key, put, putting the vaccination issue aside, I think it's going to be pretty robust. And, like, to me, I would put New Orleans at the top of the list, and here's why. Like, we know Michael Thomas is going to be out for a while. And if I'm New Orleans, I want to get Taysom Hill on the field as quickly as possible. And, you know, Jameis Winston is going to go in as the starter, but to have Cam there as well to give them depth uh, allows Hill to move to another position. I think it's almost like two for the price of one. Um, certainly when you look at other teams, be it the Giants or Dallas, like he is – if he's not one of the 32 best quarterbacks on the planet, he's certainly in the top 40 or top 45. So I would think he'll have a job here, you know, in the coming days. We're talking to Mike Tannenbaum right now. He's our front office insider. You're listening to KJZ. He's joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. Shea Cornette here with the guys this morning. Okay, so, Mike, what does this mean for the Patriots going forward? How does them starting Mac Jones affect what they're going to look like this upcoming season? Yeah, Shay, I think they're going to be competitive. I thought they had a really good offseason. Obviously, they were aggressive on both sides of the ball, getting guys like Matthew Don and, you know, two tight ends, a couple of receivers, um, Dante Hightower coming off of the opt-out. So, I think it's fascinating. I think the AUC East has been totally reset. You know, you got a veteran, Josh Allen, who's like 25, and then these three young guys. So, I think it's going to be a really interesting division to watch this year. And I'm a believer in Mac Jones. I scouted him uh, all week at the Senior Bowl, covering the game for ESPN, and he reminds me of Matt Ryan, and uh, I think they're going to be able to compete for a playoff spot this year. Wow. 
All right. So let me ask you that about that, Mike. So if you're a believer in Mac Jones, what's his ceiling for Mac Jones this year? Not for his career, but just this year. Yeah, Jay. Well, I think his ceiling is really, you know, not to turn the ball over, to be able to move the ball down the field, rely on a really good offensive line, rely on a, on a really good number of running backs. That defense should be a lot better. I'm a big Matt Judon fan. I'm a big Hightower fan. I think their pass rush will be better. And when you can run the ball, have a good offensive line, you just need a quarterback that can play point guard. So I think as long as he's not turning the ball over on a consistent basis, which obviously I think they have confidence in, I think he'll have a good year, maybe not a great year, but he should be someone that you know certainly established himself as a starting NFL quarterback. All right, Mike Tannenbaum, thank you so much. That's Mike Tannenbaum on the Goodyear Hotline brought to you by Goodyear. College football is back, and Goodyear knows the passion it takes to drive every game forward, whether your team's home or away. The traditions that bring us together are still the same. That's the road that moves us Goodyear more driven. So, guys, uh, we just talked about with Mike, like, where Cam Newton could possibly land, like, what is going to happen with him. And I know, obviously, the – issue that he's not vaccinated is one thing that you have to keep in mind but there are a lot of places that still do need backup quarterbacks a starting job no but a backup sure and obviously he hasn't been around for training camp and he hasn't been around to learn playbooks and been in locker rooms but nonetheless perhaps he could join a team like the Cowboys is there another good landing spot for him you think he you know it the the obvious landing spot for me is the Washington football team Mm. it just it just makes sense I don't know why Ron Rivera, this goes all the way back to last year, why Ron Rivera isn't kicking the tires on that situation. Um, they're running the same offense. It's kind of he knows what they're doing. I, I don't know, but it, it's the Washington football team. But here's the problem that you have with Cam Newton. If you bring him in to a situation, you got to be prepared to pull the trigger on the starter if the starter is not giving you what you need because the second quarterback is always the fan favorite. And if you go somewhere where it's not working out, people are going to start to call for Cam Newton's name. Mm -hmm. Whether you believe that or not or or dislike it or whatever the case is, it's a fact. The second quarterback is always the favorite. As much as I would love to see Cam Newton reunited with Ron Rivera, I go back to a quote that Ron said earlier when discussing about all the vaccination issues, he said, you know, and obviously surviving a battle with cancer, right? He says, everybody's choice, everybody's decision, but you just hope that they all fall in line and understand what's at stake. I'm truly frustrated. I'm beyond frustrated. That's why I don't see Cam Newton, if he decides not to get vaccinated, to be with the Washington football team. I almost pose this for Cam. Sit and wait. Don't rush. I'm, the one thing we know about the NFL is that QB1s go down. People get hurt. And there are suitable backups in place, but I do think that there could be a lot more value for Cam if a QB1 does go down for him to come in and be that bridge quarterback, especially in a situation as a guy's out for maybe four or five games, just to kind of tread water for a little bit to keep that team afloat to get that QB1 back. Shay, yeah. let me ask you this. When did this QB1 stuff start coming into play? Like I keep the, hearing the QB1, QB, yes. QB1, QB2. I like that you came to me for this, like, Because cool that's the Chicago thing. QB1, Andy like, Dalton, QB1. Like, where did this come from? Everybody <laughs> running with QB1, QB. I'm like, I don't I've know. never heard that. I heard starter backup. It, it rolls off my tongue, though, QB1. Uh, speaking of where Cam Newton could go to <laughs> potentially be a QB1, what about Houston? 
I mean, Houston is a place that there are a million question marks in terms of the quarterback room and what is going on there. That's one. Number two, the Cowboys um, apparently are going to also look into Cam Newton, which is what everyone is probably saying because of their backup situation. But just so you know, Dallas did cut two quarterbacks, Garrett Gilbert and Ben DiNucci yesterday. And so his backup right now, that would be Dak Prescott's, is Cooper Rush. He's 27 years old. He's had one career completion. So there's not a lot of insurance for Dak Prescott in Dallas. So there's another option for Cam Newton. Well, what does Adam Schefter have to say about this? whole thing um he's our espn nfl insider he was on sports center yesterday and he said this about where cam newton could end up now he was on the street in each of the last two off seasons two off seasons ago he waited until july before he found a home last off season there wasn't a team willing to step out there and give him the type of contract that some would have thought a former nfl mvp would have gotten so he's been on the open market in two previous off seasons and hasn't generated a lot of interest. Now New England has moved on, and I think this becomes a situation where it may take an injury to a quarterback out there before a team shows a lot of interest. Now, again, Cam Newton's more talented than a lot of backup quarterbacks in the league, but there's not a lot of teams heading into the season wanting a quarterback who's unfamiliar with the team's playbook, who hasn't gone through training camp with that particular team. And so there you go. So that's similar, obviously, to what Jay Will said is sit back and wait because clearly there might be an opportunity where you force in hand with the team later on. Um, we do have a call. Tommy is in Florida. He's joining us here on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Tommy, what's going on? You got something to say about the situation with Cam Newton? Good morning. What up, morning. Tommy? Good morning. Uh, yeah, I want to say uh, I believe – well, yeah, I believe that uh, – Next year, at the end of the season, Bill Belichick be on the hot seat for this decision. I don't believe Mac Jones is what everybody is hyping him up to be from preseason. All right, Tommy, thank you so much. So, so I guess yeah. that is a way you could look at this. Look, yeah. we're all talking about how good Mac Jones looked in the preseason, but what if, and I know if, if we're splits, we'd all be high, but I'm just saying, what if? What if Mac Jones comes into this regular season and he doesn't play to the potential that anyone thinks he can, and he comes out super flat, turns the ball over, whatever you want to do, like, does that put Bill Belichick in a position? I don't want to go to hot seat because it's Bill Belichick. I feel even weird saying that. But does that bring up a lot more criticism in New England, I guess, going forward? No. I it, See, it's hard for me to even go there because I don't see where Bill and Josh McDaniels they're even going to put themselves in that position. Right. They're going to do much like they – okay, so let's just play devil's advocate, right? And it doesn't look the way they thought it was going to look when the regular season because they're going to be bringing the house. They're going to be blitzing. They're going to be dropping guys. They're going to just be confusing the hell out of Mac Jones. In the end, Belichick then will scrap their plan and do something totally different. We saw him do it with Matt Castle. We saw him do it with Jimmy Garoppolo. We saw him do it with Jacoby Bursett, and we saw him do it last year with Cam Newton. Mm -hmm. When it wasn't going the way they wanted it to go, they packaged that thing up, ball it up, throw it in the trash can, bring out a whole nother system so they're not even put in that position to have to worry about the quarterback screwing it up. Key, you know what really chaps my – I didn't even say it. it, You know, when, when I hear people use the argument that the only thing that made Bill Belichick great was Tom Brady. Right? That's like saying, well, the only thing that made Coach K great was Christian Leitner. Like, I, I think those comments are, are ludicrous. Well, it wasn't you, that's for sure. Well, we, we did win the champ. We did win a chip. It did help. But uh, all I'm saying is, you know, I, I give Bill Belichick a lot of credit because a lot of coaches who are a little bit older get stuck in the way this is how we do it. And a lot of times coaches want to mirror when they were successful in the first place. And I do believe 
that Mac Jones reminds Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels a lot of the same attributes that Tom Brady had. And now their system is more conducive based around it because there's familiarity with that. Mm-hmm. Familiarity plays a huge role in, in how you win because you're comfortable doing certain things. So, look, I give Bill Belichick a lot of credit for retooling the defense, retooling the offense, spending more money in the offseason than he's ever spent before, trading up to get a guy like Mac Jones. It's all about how you reinvent yourself, and that's a hell of a gamble, but I like the fact that Bill Belichick went for it hey. instead of just doing it the way they've always done Jay, man, Bill Belichick found Tom Brady. I know, okay? Key, but you know how people so get, don't, Key. Don't get you know how people up. get. Don't get caught up in people that don't know what the hell they're talking about. How many times I keep telling you this? It, it, Tom Brady is Tom Brady because of Bill Belichick. Agreed. Bill Belichick gave him the opportunity, believed in him, saw what he saw, and said, we're rolling with this young man, rather than going back to Drew Bledsoe, when a lot of coaches would go back to a guy that was their starting quarterback when they come off injury. He decided that Drew Bledsoe no more. I'm moving him to Buffalo. I'm getting the first-round pick and I'm going to last with Tom Brady for the next 20 years. All right, if you want to give us a call to weigh in on this, feel free. The Dr. Pepper call in line is 888-SAY-ESPN. It's 888-729-3776. A lot to discuss in terms of Cam Newton and now Mac Jones, and we were asking the questions earlier, who's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year? We do have one more caller on that Dr. Pepper call in line. Justin's in Ohio. Good morning to you, Justin. Hey, good morning, guys. Love the show. Go Buckeyes. Yes, sir. (laughs) Hey, I just want to rub it in Key's face. All summer and spring long, he said he was going to – Cam Newton was going to lead the Patriots to the playoffs, and he's not even oh, there hold anymore. On, hold on, That's hold all. on, man. Get him, hold on. Get him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you really honestly think in your heart of hearts that the New England Patriots made this decision solely on Mac Jones being a better quarterback than Cam Newton? Is that what you're getting ready to try yes, to say? Yes, I do. Me? Okay, all right, man. I, I can't listen to you. Because you, you delu- you're, you're delusional right now. If you think for one minute Bill Belichick sat there and said, Mac Jones is going to lead us to the Super Bowl, and that was the only factor is why Cam Newton is on the streets. I, I just can't. Don't put people like this on the line with me, man. Just just so we all are clear, a rookie quarterback has never won the Super Bowl. So, hey, maybe Bill Belichick thinks this is the year he can do it. Keyshawn J. Will. this dude on. Man, don't do that ever again, Evan. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin don't is presented yell, by Progressive Insurance. Drivers well, who save with Progressive save over Hold on, hold on, seven. hold on. Sorry. Finish what's, the read. Finish the read. Happening? Sorry. Okay. Drivers who save with Progressive could save over $700 on average. Click, click or call today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Yes, men. Go ahead. Yes. Justin speaks for all of us who think that Mac Jones won the starting quarterback job. Key. Oh. Yeah. I put and, him on uh, the air and, because he and was, all of y'all are, are delusional. Go ahead, Evan. Go ahead, Evan. Give you, stupid. Go, I'm going to call y'all wait delusional. Wait a key. Let Evan give his argument because he was very passionate about this during our, pre, do, during okay, our pre-call. Now, now. Where I disagree with Justin, I, I do think the vaccine had to be a factor. Okay. But I don't think it was the only factor. I think if Mac Jones had gone out there in the preseason and played like crap and thrown five interceptions, he would not be the starting quarterback, and the vaccination status of Cam Newton would not have anything to do with this. Now, this has now. to do with all of the factors. And one of those factors that you have to admit was that Mac Jones played really well in the preseason. He and everybody really that was well. at he their he practices well. Well. from Rodney Harrison, from uh, Mike Reese, from Rob Ninkovich, these guys who saw him in practice saw that the offense ran better with him. So, yes, maybe the vaccination status of Cam Newton was a factor, but I don't believe in my heart of hearts 
that it was the only factor. And I think one of those no, factors was, was that Mac Jones either. played really we well agree. in the preseason. I think we all agree on that, Evan. Yeah, I don't think it was the only factor, but I think it was a consideration, a factor that they said and they talked about. But I think then, Mac, Jones, end, Mac Jones's play was a bigger factor to me. But, but Evan, I can, I, the play showing composure, and I, I get for the yardage he threw for one touchdown, but we are talking about preseason. And look – I can tell you in basketball, preseason was so much different than the regular season. So much different. The the, the schemes were different. The thoughts were different. The, the game plans were drastically game, different. All of those sorts of so things. So different. Play, it's, a, it's different running from a guy that's now looking for a new team when he's pass rushing you, opposed to Chase Young, opposed mm-hmm. to Miles Garrett, uh, or, or whatever's in Miami in week one. It's a lot different, but I believe – that the New England Patriots understand that they've got to protect Mac Jones and keep him out of harm's way. So they were comfortable enough with what he did in the offseason, what he did during training camp in the preseason, to say, hey, we can protect him and we can win a lot of football games as long as our defense does this. All they're going to do, man, they're not pushing the ball down the field. They're going to run, again, they're going to run screens. They're going to play uh, 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 what we call it is trick football. They're going to trick you into thinking they're really doing something special on tricky, offense. Tricky. And that's really all they're going to do. And they're going to win a lot of games well, by doing it. I'll tell because you. Because he's young and that's okay. I'm going to tell you who's trick. We all thought that Alabama, you know, didn't produce a lot of quarterbacks. Well, not anymore. Yeah, that's right. So remember when we all thought, you know, Alabama just produced all this NFL talent that was not at the quarterback position? Well, look around the <laughs> NFL, folks. You got <laughs> Mac Jones in New England. You got Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia and Tua Tungavailoa with the Dolphins in Miami. And so, look-see hey, here. Jim. Looks like Nick Saban can produce some quarterbacks now, huh, Key? No, no. I'm, I'm, about, to, I'm about to hate. I'm about to hate on the Crimson Tide and get all the Alabama people fired up. And they're going to call in on the show. They're going to cuss me out on Twitter. They're going to do it all. Now y'all going to claim Jalen Hurts? Y'all something else. That's what I said on the call that, 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 yesterday, Key. That's I Oklahoma. On, I, I was, hey, I wasn't on the call with you, Jay. But now they go claim Jalen Hurts. Huh, interesting. Y'all, y'all go claim him even though his major success came from Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know how, you know how it works, Key. When it all rolls good, he's one of us. All right, so let's look at this, the 2018 Alabama roster. Let's go there, right? They had three future NFL starting quarterbacks, the three I just laid out, two future first-round picks at running back, Najee Harris and Jacobs, plus Damian Harris, four future first-round wide receivers. You know them from the draft last year, and then four other future first-round picks. Okay, so a, a loaded 2018 class. Quickly, guys, of these three QBs, Mac, Hurts, and Tua, which three do you think is going to have the most successful NFL season this year I think it's gonna be Mac Jones I think Mac Jones will be he's gonna he's gonna be the guy I think you got a lot of bumps up in uh, Philadelphia and on top of that you look at Tua what's that gonna end up right Mm -hmm. what do you think I'm gonna go with Tua I, I think that he has came to reality that he didn't really take the playbook seriously last year I think that he's committed himself in the offseason. I think they finally have some weapons around him. I like their defense a lot. I, I think Tua's going to have a breakout year. Really? Okay, I, I'm going to go with Mac Jones, but not because of Mac Jones. I'm going to go with what's around him there yeah, in New England and obviously absolutely. the coaching staff there as well. So Are you I talking about take... team success or individual success? Well, yeah, it could go either way here. Yeah. But I, I kind of went with individual leading to team success, and I okay. think Mac Jones is set up to have the best individual success based on totally. the team, if that makes I sense. I agree with you, Shay, not Jay. Thank yeah. you, Key. Uh, this is Keyshawn, Jay Willens. And I am Shay Cornette. And coming up next, is Bill Belichick a fraud? 
Hey, I mean, look geez. at Jay's yacht you, coming to get him. You, you got to hear this. That's coming up next on KJZ on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80 and also on ESPN2. We'll be right back. I would not be with y'all if I was on that yacht. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.